the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06 on uh, what is a delightful Wednesday. I am told that that is the sun up in the sky. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380. <coughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. And 99.9 FM, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I want to say good afternoon. Everybody tuning in on our webs on the uh, live stream we have going on Facebook Live. You can see uh, Juan's Coinomatic Atwell's Avenue shirt available in the shop at depetro.com. This portion of the show, and folks, our program today is dedicated to baby Ava, who is uh, my little listener who was born last spring during the pandemic. And then I met her and her mom. And then I did the first interview with baby Ava uh, last year in front of the Veterans Auditorium. And the little angel is having eye surgery as we speak right now up in in Boston. So she is in good hands. But uh, this program is dedicated. She is uh, such an adorable little gift. Uh, Let me I'm holding up a photo of her to everybody watching the Facebook live stream. So this program is dedicated to baby Ava thoughts and prayers to her for successful surgery with her wonderful mom and her dad. Folks, in this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop and see them. You know, today is a great day to stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. They have beautiful tropical plants, hibiscus bushes, mandevillas, uh, annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. Why not take a ride? To Rhode Island's number one garden center. And make your property beautiful. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, you can look for them on Facebook. They're open seven days a week. Family-run business. And the service is tremendous. As I've told many of you, you know, one of the – we have a worker shortage. We have a worker shortage because we have a – right now, you have a president who believes – that, you know, uh, we'll just pay people not to work and it won't affect the economy. It is affecting the economy and it's really affecting anyone that has to worry about service, whether it's retail or manufacturing. Certainly the restaurant business has really been hit hard by the uh, Biden administration, <coughs> excuse me, their policy of, of paying people. People are not going to work. They're taking the summer off. I saw in Massachusetts they're going to start to deliver weed to the house. People are never going to leave their house. But anyhow, uh, in here in Rhode Island, Governor McKee has decided, hey, I'm not going to be the one to put on the lights and end the party. Let it roll. Summer of not working, collecting. They go to Twin River. They blow the money at the package stores. They blow it on weed, uh, booze, cheap blow, everything you can imagine. But uh, one place where you get great service is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I pop in there. Debbie is fantastic. Folks, if you're into service, I did get an email from someone that said they waited 40 minutes in line. 40 minutes in line at Lowe's because they don't have anyone working there. She said she drove to PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Boom, five minutes. Said went in. She, she figured I'll spend like 20 bucks. There were so many nice things. She said she spent $120, and the service is what made the difference. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, look for them on Facebook. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Wednesday. It is the anniversary. It was a year ago. Today is Wednesday, June 2nd, and it was a year ago that a protest started Monday night, June 1st, outside Providence Place Mall. And what were they chanting? The chant that would become the chant of the summer. Black Lives Matter. That's right. Black Lives Matter. George Floyd. And then sometime between 1130 and midnight, boom, three to four hundred degenerates arrived. And they were rioting in the city of Providence until 4 a.m. And by the way, they never, if you heard, Dan McGowan was on scene. They never caught uh, the person that I'm aware of that was responsible for setting that shoe store on fire, St. Pierre Shoe, and did have sprinklers. It was on fire. That's an arson charge. They were never able to capture that person. Only one person went to jail. And speaking about fires, now, again, if you want to deal in reality, uh, go to the website, petro.com where we have the latest on the arson investigation. I want to just say this. I recognize I'm making some people uncomfortable. 
um, with the arson talk. Um, listen, <clears throat> as many of you know, this is real news. I don't deal with a filter. You are adults. You're entitled to know what the truth is. And I am telling you right now, now I want to be very clear about this. I don't know who said it. And I have different people. I thought you said, I am just, here's what I do know. That fire was set, and I believe it was an explosive device. Boom, a bomb went off and turned that thing into the blaze that it was, a three-alarm fire. There was an investigation done. I think the investigation was compromised. I think an outside agency needs to come in. However, in Rhode Island, where unfortunately crime pays, um, I thought, you know, I want to find out from alcohol, tobacco, firearms, ATF, where are they involved? Because different people were asking me about the FBI. But if there's an explosion and any type of bomb materials, the FBI could if they're requested to come in. So far, they haven't been. I'm hearing conflicting things on that, by the way, but you got to love, I mean, the Rhode Island office of ATF, alcohol, tobacco, firearms. I call, of course, no one answers the phone. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. I call, no one answers the phone. You get a voicemail and there's no, you've reached the office of, you know, alcohol, tobacco and firearms, ATF. This just, you've reached, and then it just gives the number. Like, you've called someone's cell phone. Left a message yesterday, left a message this morning. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, are you kidding me? The most powerful person in the state, someone set off a bomb in his office, and no response. Um, if you read on petro.com I also, I'm the only member of the media. By the way, only one that was there the next morning. It should have been treated as a crime scene. It wasn't. I had full access. I was the first one to expose. The back of the building clearly looks like a bomb went off. And again, remember, petro.com I do I have heard that the FBI is sniffing around a little bit and they, they have been on the website <clears throat> and they're intrigued at what they see. That's what I've heard. Trying to get confirmation, not easy. I know the drill. Never confirm or deny any type of investigation. There's a province office of the FBI. Basically, everything goes out of Boston. And one thing I know about the feds, if something has a statute of limitations of, of seven years, you know in the movies how you see them working all night and everything else? Not exactly like that in real life. If they have six years to work on an investigation many times, that's how long it's going to take. But anyhow... Um, but the website, tepetro.com, which is brought to you by the Cuisit Inn. Stop it and see them. Folks, great restaurant. I want you to pop in and visit them. They're open. Rhode Island tradition since 1977. They have delicious soups and sauce. 226 Cuisit Avenue in West Warwick. Biggest bar in the state. Uh, they're open daily, noon to 10. And it's great, affordable food, the Cuisit Inn. And they're sponsors of the website, tepetro.com. <clears throat> but one thing, again... That I do want to point out, if you go to the website, petro.com. now there's some interesting dynamics here. Because it is true that Antifa posted a message on a website claiming responsibility for the fire at the most powerful person in the state, Joe Sakachi, Speaker Sakachi. Now, I did receive an email from someone saying, now, who is this person? Does he report to Mattiello? Well, no, Mattiello's gone. This guy's the new speaker. So by default, he is... The Speaker of the House is considered the most powerful person. So I do have the story, Antifa claims credit for arson with Speaker. And it was something they posted, someone posted on this website uh, of an email and blah, blah, blah. However, I spoke with a source yesterday, and I'm working on it, folks. you got to know, there's only so many hours that I can be out there. They believe that the someone connected to the arson were really the ones that sent this letter to this website, which is an international website, claiming responsibility. Uh, This individual who is in the investigative business, they believe that the people responsible are trying to throw off the trail. So they believe 
The real investigation should be on who sent that letter. So we know the FBI is aware of it. I, I will let you know when I get a call back from ATF. Maybe they don't feel a responsibility possible. My next step is ATF Washington. Listen, I, I mean, what, what does it take to get a blanking return phone call in this town? An office just doesn't blow up. The, 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 of all the law firms in the entire state, one law firm burns to the ground. Happens to be the House Speaker. And folks, you can read the story. The week leading up to the fire at the law firm of the Speaker, it's just very suspicious. The whole thing is suspicious. By the way, the people that did investigation, they say, well, we brought the canine in, and the canine was not uh, sensitive to anything that happened. Uh, that's not what I've heard. I've spoken with some people who were there in that area. Uh, whoever was leading the dog around, they never went into where the fire originated. They just did the perimeter. You're not going to get a sniff there. You have to go into the core, almost like center ice, if you will, ground zero. <clears throat> but I want to point out, I'm the only one to point out in the entire media that there is an eyewitness that heard an explosion, thought it was thunder, led down the path. So you mean like thunder? If, she, if this person had worded it differently, easily could have said, I think I heard an explosion. Now, there was another member of the media. I said, you know, I'm just curious. Because, listen, I make mistakes. I'm always open to if someone says, no, I think this is the way to go. Happens sometimes. I'd like to, you know, I'm open. Maybe I'm looking at it differently. Or someone has a different way to look at it. And that could be the case. Um, and, and I'm very open on that, by the way. You know, for many, like many people, I thought the mayor of Central Falls, former mayor of Central Falls, Diosa, was going to be the shoe-in to be the next lieutenant governor. And then it was Dan McGowan said, you know, I think he's looking at that. Sabina Matos, and he was right. He was looking, Governor McKee. But anyhow, so I'm very open sometimes. Like, hey, I'm just curious. So I sent a message to a member of the media and said, I'm just curious, how come you didn't mention the eyewitness that heard the explosion? That's what they heard. You're sitting at your desk. I've done the demonstration. It's 930 at night, and suddenly there was no thunder. There was no lightning. You hear something. You're like, oh, my God, it must be thundering lightning out because I heard what sounded like thunder. No, what they heard was an explosion. It was the people doing the report that then put in the word thunder. That, that witness could have been led to say, so in other words, you heard a loud noise like an explosion. But instead, they led the witness to say, I thought it was thunder outside. <clears throat> Walked to the window, saw the back of the building totally engulfed. So this other member of the media said, well, I've never been to a fire where someone didn't hear a loud boom. And I find that odd because, number one, I don't believe that. Number two, um, if that is the case, they, they are often able to determine why you then heard the boom. In this particular case, Speaker Sakachi's law firm, law office, they still say they haven't been able to determine the cause. And I have heard from countless people saying if it was electrical, you can tell if it was electrical fire. So I want to be very clear. I don't know who set off the fire. I do know that fire was set. This should be an arson investigation. Now, I, I am hearing different things from different people. Uh, and I hope the reason why the person with ATF Rhode Island office is not calling me back is because it's an active investigation. They feel I can't say anything that's going to jeopardize the investigation. But um, not gaining a lot of confidence in that in that theory, folks. Uh, but it was set. Let's just be very clear right now at 1219 on this Wednesday. And we're very fortunate, but things just don't like boom, catch on fire. Things just don't explode. Right. I mean, it doesn't happen. There has to be a reasonable explanation. And, you know, and I I have someone asked me, well, have you talked to the state fire marshal's office? And I did. Um, <clears throat> the way I would describe it is little uh, defensive, definitely a little defensive with some of my questions, pushback, you know, uh, things like, you know, well, were you there? I love that. Oh, OK. So it has to be whether or not you were there. Um, you know, folks, the, the, you know, the old thing in court is. You during the course of, you know, January, February, March, November, whatever, 
you look out the window and there's no snow on the ground. You wake up in the morning, there's snow on the ground. Um, you can, you know, deduce and come to the conclusion that it snowed overnight while you were sleeping, right? Someone could say, well, did you see it snow? No, I didn't see it snow. But I looked out the window and there was no snow on the ground. I went to bed at 11 o'clock. I got up at 6 o'clock and there was snow on the ground. So I can therefore conclude, but did you see it snow? No, I didn't see it snowing. I slept through the night. Well, you know, no further questions, you're a witness. That doesn't mean it didn't snow. I think you can come to a reasonable conclusion, much like you're sitting in a room. There's you and one other person in the room. There's a glass of water. Suddenly, boom, the glass of water is on the floor. You come to the conclusion the other person knocked over the glass of water. Did you see them knock it over? No, your back was to the other person. But is it possible there was an earthquake? I guess so, but I didn't feel an earthquake. Is it possible a bird flew in through the window and knocked it over? Okay, well, the windows are shut. Is it possible an alien? I mean, if you want to get into anything is possible, that's, that's not the case. And I love, some people say that. Well, anything's possible. Not really. No, I wouldn't say that's the case. Um, you go to bed at 11 o'clock. There's no snow on the ground. You wake up at 6 o'clock. Well, the real answer is some aliens, UFOs, had a, you know, had a snowball fight. And then it fell to the ground, and they're really, you know, I don't know how absurd it would be. My point is, without before I get too off track here, I am telling you right now that that is arson. Everything points to arson. The question is if anyone's going to investigate it. That's really the question, and that's where we're going to follow it. And I want to once again repeat, I do not know who did it. I don't. I'd say. I know there's someone online in TIFA claiming responsibility for it. But after I spoke with someone in law enforcement, they said they think that's more of a tactic and they'd be more curious who put that up to try to point everyone in the direction of that, those individuals. So, you know, it has to be, remember, motive and opportunity is any major crime. Motive and opportunity. Now, you could make an argument, several people have the motive, but do they really have the opportunity? Do they know how to set up an explosive device? Uh, Antifa claims they use buckets of gasoline. You think then they'd be able to find that if that was the case? Um, They had to have access to the building. Um, They'd have to know how to be able to do that in and out. They had to, it had to be someone that knows that there was only one side of the building that did not have cameras on it. Um, I would think someone also may be familiar with Warwick because there's, Two different roads to get into this particular area. I, I mean, it's po- I'll, again. I'll say it's possible. It's possible, but my experience has been in speaking with someone in law enforcement. You know, there's there's usually some people that are familiar with how to commit this type of crime. And I'm telling you, if you look at the footage on the website tobeachrow.com, that as I said that day, and I said it more like, "Wow, this looks like a bomb went off." And the more we've learned about it. It's because a bomb, I think a bomb did go off. Now it's just a matter of who's going to solve that. I think the investigation done by the state fire marshal's office was compromised. I think they're too close to the situation. When that fire marshal showed up on scene and said, I don't think we're ever going to be able to know how this started. I think that was a red flag. I think the fact they didn't have the canine right there in the center of where this happened. I think that's another red flag. Um... And the fact that it wasn't treated like a crime scene, that they immediately started throwing stuff into the dumpster, all very, very suspicious, instead of trying to keep it intact so investigators could go in, do everything they need to, and then pull it apart like that. I just find it very, very strange. So, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is... um, I want to speak to anyone that's listening right now. And right now it's 1225. By the way, I have big news on Black Lives Matter. If you're listening or watching right now, big news on Black Lives Matter that we are going to get to. And I also want to say this. I recognize, um, I was speaking with someone yesterday who was like, well, do you realize you're the only one in the media saying that it's, I'm well aware I'm the only one saying it's arson. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. 
I was there. I, I'm from around here. Uh, things just don't happen in that way. You know, just like the great scene in The Godfather when The Godfather says, you know, I want to bring my son Michael back from Italy. And should something strike him down or he hangs himself in a jail cell or lightning, but whatever. Like, I know the drill of how this can. I don't want my son to be a Jeffrey Epstein. Right. So my point is, I'm telling you that that was arson. I again, I don't know who committed it. That's. I don't know enough about it, but there's nothing about this that makes sense. And I also recognize I'm unfortunately I'm upsetting some people by saying that it was arson. Um, And that's certainly not my intent, but my intent, folks, the goal is the truth. Our goal, I repeat, you're listening to AM 1380 99.9 FM. Our goal is the truth. Our goal is we have a right to know what happened, where it leads us. I'm not veering off that. I'm not going to break off because it's making some people uncomfortable. I'm not going to break off because, you know, people are asking Speaker Sakachi about it and it makes him uncomfortable and he doesn't like talking about it. And, and other people are sensitive about it. Um, I just this there are certain things when they happen, we get a first instinct of what happened. And then other people come in and say, no, 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 it can't be that. And then you, I admit, they can kind of back you down a little bit. Much like uh, last February, President Trump and others were saying, I'm telling you that that virus originated from a lab in Wuhan, China, and it escaped from the lab somehow, and they're the ones responsible. And the mobs, and how dare you say that, and that's so unfair, and Asian people are being bullied, and it's a year later, and we find out three people had to be rushed to the hospital because they came down with symptoms back in November. And that's, it, it comes back to, that's really exactly what happened, was the, the coronavirus was uh, created in that Chinese Wuhan lab and somehow escaped. But folks, right now, I want to speak to anyone that is listening or watching on the live stream. And again, you want to hear this. There's big news about Black Lives Matter, which, again, I, I hate to say this. I, don't, I think the most of the media is going to try to pretend it didn't happen and ignore it. But, but I want to speak to anyone. If you were in an auto accident or motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, listen, it's very simple. You deserve to be compensated for your suffering. I repeat, you deserve to be compensated for your suffering. The problem is many times the insurance companies, they play fast and loose and you have to, you need a fighter. So that's why you need Jack Calvino. And as I like to say, fight back, call Jack. Give him a call, free consultation, 401-785-9400, 785-9400. Jack Calvino, 50 years personal experience. Him personal, 100 years total combined experience with his staff. Fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack or online at fightbackcalljack.com. I am encouraging you to take advantage of a free consultation. At least meet with the fighter. If you meet with Jack Calvino, you're going with Jack Calvino. That much I know. And I know that if he's representing you, you're going to get a different attitude on the other side of the phone. Jack Calvino, call today, 401-785-9400. I wish you were different, but that's just the way it is. So you might as well get the fighter. Fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400. Now, folks, you hear me mention the website, thepetro.com. Log on where we have the different stories, which is brought to you, by the way, brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call Mike Seepy and his crew today. 712-2700. They clean and disinfect residential and commercial properties. S-O-L-E. Soul Source Restoration online at soulsourcerestoration.com. So I want to play. <clears throat> there was someone that joined uh, Black Lives Matter a year ago. And they're speaking out now and saying, you know, it's not what I thought it was. Rashid Turner. 2015, I was founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul, Minneapolis. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. How a year in, 
I have found the ugly truth. So I want to play. This is him. And he tells a very compelling story. It's in 1985. We called the Northside home at that time. 18th and Queen. When I was two years old, my father was shot and killed. My mother wasn't able to take care of me, so I was raised by my grandparents. They told me that if I was going to change my life for the better, education was the answer. So I worked hard in school. I got into Hamlin University and earned a college degree, first in my family. Then I went on to earn a master's in education from St. Mary's University of Minnesota. I am living proof that no matter your start in life, quality education is a pathway to success. I like it. I want the same success for our children in our community. That's why in 2015, I was a founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families. And they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter, yep. and I learned the ugly truth. Yep. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family. That's right. But it does create barriers to a better education Good for black point. children. Yep. I resigned from Black Lives Matter after a year and a half, but I didn't quit working to improve black lives and access to a great education. Today, I serve as the president and executive director of Minnesota Parent Union. We're dedicated to helping parents move their children from failing schools to successful schools. It's hard work, and we're up against forces that don't want us to succeed. Yeah. But success is possible. Just look at me and the hundreds of children and families we've helped to pursue a great education, break the chains of poverty, and lead a life of success. You know what's amazing about this, folks, is it really ties in. With what's going on, you see, um, in, in fact, the city of Providence, where, as I've told you, I mean, that school system, if you heard last hour, and again, folks, good afternoon, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It was two years ago, more than two years ago. That the John Hopkins report came out. Governor Mundo hired this new education commissioner and they got the money to do a private study. They brought in John Hopkins and issued this scathing report. Providence, Rhode Island, one of the fourth worst school districts in the entire country and disgraceful and terrible numbers and much worse than places like Newark, New Jersey or Worcester. That's not that far from Providence. And the proficiency rates are pathetic. And teachers that wouldn't even show up for parent-teacher conferences and um, everything adult-centered and nothing on the kids. And so, and then it became this mantra of, you know, we all need to work together and we got to improve things and blah, blah, blah. And I said then, you are dealing with professional negotiators. You, this is not about improving the education. This is about a better contract. And they are powerful. The two most powerful forces are the teachers union and the firefighters. I repeat, the two most powerful forces in our universe, teachers unions and the firefighters. And so they started, they play the long game. And, you know, in many ways, where the education commissioner and never mind the Providence School Committee and school board there, they're playing checkers, the union plays chess. And now here it is two years later, and they have their appointed people, right? Like a Mary Ellen Goodwin is completely bought and paid for by the teachers union. She will basically utter anything they want her to. And then they wait it out, and they wait it out, and it's block and complain and block and slow down and delay and frustrate. And because of the pandemic, because of Governor Amundo not wanting to rock the boat, while she's in line for maybe being vetted for VP or to be on the cabinet. And then they delay and delay. And now here it is two years later. And they got rid of one. They got rid of that Harrison Peters because of the foot massage guy. And now they have the, their sights set on the education commissioner. So, but 
what is well, here's the part that I just want you to absorb for a moment. <clears throat> just think about this. This is all to do with a contract that like this is crazy. Like, think about this. I went to St. Paul School. The nuns didn't have a contract. Bishop Hendrickson, they didn't have contracts. Mount St. Charles, uh, you know, Bayview. There were no contracts. So someone said we need a contract to have all the teachers in a union. And now think of the things of the NFL is able to negotiate TV rights with the networks faster than they've been able to come up with a contract with the Providence uh, Teachers Union. Tom Brady left the Patriots, went to Tampa Bay, carved out, came to an agreement on a new contract. Kyrie Irving left the Celtics, ended up with the Nets, new contract. Uh, it goes on and on. LeBron went to the Lakers, was able to figure out a new contract. You have mergers that go on. All kinds of things that are taken over and bought and merged. And, <clears throat> and then high profile entertainers or television people that all then come to an agreement on a contract. Think how absolutely definition of insane this is that nothing has come and they can't gain any ground on the contract and and i'll give credit to mayor alorza who said i don't know why they why didn't they just rip this up they should have ripped it up and the, the teachers union they will go to war and there'll be protests and everything else but folks with all of this and we talked to dan mcgowan of the boston globe he's a column that now the uh, person, one of the people that work for Educationer, Commissioner Infante Green, he's saying, well, this is racist. I, I, I'm actually not on board with that. I don't think that's it. I think this is just about they, they are professional negotiators. This is not about what can we do to improve education for the kids. It's what can we do to get the best possible contract for our members. That's it. Two sides don't meet. East is east, west and west. The two shut of a meat. But you want to talk about broken. I mean, you have this. Uh, this is two years that it was on the Wall Street Journal talked about national spotlight. And no one has the backbone to say, no, we're not doing it that way. Guess what? No more contract. We're going to start fresh. Everybody gets to interview for their job. We're doing things over. We're going to decide who gets hired, who gets fired. No more of this type of stuff. I mean, think of the contracts that have been negotiated and executed in the past two years. And they cannot come to. It is just, to me, it is symbolic of just how broken things are. You know, once in a while, something like emerges of just like how broken a system can be. Kind of like CNC won uh, when he was first in office and Buckles, Malisi and DPW, they were stealing plows and equipment from City Hall and from the city of Providence. I mean, the city was completely run amok. Um, I think this is one of those examples. If you brought in some experts, you know, business leaders, successful educators, business, whoever, the first thing they would say is like, this is embarrassing. You have to rip up the contract and start fresh. And get results. And the reason I wanted to play that is one of the things they talk about is they fight the charter schools tooth and nail. And they have the people on the payroll at the state house who go after the charter schools. You know, one thing I will say about Governor McKee is he talks about, listen, the goal should be what can we do to improve education? If you get rid of the charter schools, you're not improving education. Now, President Biden was speaking yesterday. I want to play you some of that. In just a moment, folks, I want to remind you, this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now, listen, it's Coogie. Give them a call today, whether it's for plumbing or heating or cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. On top of that, the guy is the biggest back the blue supporter going. R.E. Coogan and Heating. All right, I know we don't have to wear masks anymore, although a lot of people are still going to wear masks. I'm just telling you. I don't care. I was in a store. People want to wear masks. What do I care? People wear bad fashion. Who can't, why are people obsessed about, were you in a store? Did someone have a mask on? Who, listen, I don't care. So what? Let them. Some people, I saw a guy walking yesterday outside alone without with a mask on. 
I have no idea. Is he vaccinated? Is he not? I think I, I, I don't care. Who cares? But one thing I do know, you should care about the fact it's going to be a very hot summer. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 732-6562. Look for them on Facebook. And also their website is recooganheating.com. Remember, if you need a plumber or for heating and cooling, Central Air is a game changer. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them, 732-6562. So, folks, you may have heard that President Trump is telling people that he thinks he may be back in the White House in August. We will wait and see. We will wait and see. I'll tell you this. All of the talk they're talking about, all of this talk about voter suppression and blah, 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 it's all nonsense. Those states are being proactive. The only people that are upset about voter restrictions are people trying to manipulate the system. But let me, let's get into some. Uh, Biden discusses closing the racial wealth gap. And some of the things he says, I'm telling you, if President Trump said these things, he'd be deemed a racist. And how can he say it? Uh, as far as President Biden is concerned, there are no black people who are lawyers or accountants. The data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have, they, they, they don't have accountants. But they have great ideas. Does anyone doubt this whole nation would be better off from the investments those people make? And I promise you, that's why I set up a National Small Business Administration that's much broader, because they're going to get those loans. So there's no, there's no black lawyers, there's no black accountants. He has trouble. He has trouble. He's trying to read the teleprompter. By badge, by hood, and by noose. It speaks to that lit the fuse. What? It lit it by the spark that it provided. A fuse of fury was an innocent interaction that turned into an terrible, terrible headline allegation. What? Of a black male teenager attacking a white female teenager. A white mob of a thousand gathered around the courthouse for the black... You know, it's amazing right now, folks. And again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What's, um, what's amazing is they, they never talk about that lately, anyone that's on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter. It's John DePietro show on Twitter. But every time now the New York Post has a tweet saying suspect wanted in Asian hate crime attack. I'm just telling you, the past month, at least, every time they show the video footage that they capture from, you know, a camera or surveillance or somewhere in the subway, the past month, I'm just telling you, every single time, it's someone who's black. I repeat, every, I'm not saying that there's never, but every time lately, there is some attack, especially just in New York City. Where they say that, in fact, that, you know, there was an Asian hate crime. When you look at the footage, the suspect is always black. Now, I'll tell you something else that is, and despite all that, the joke just continues. This is by, you know, this is a joke that the biggest terrorism is white supremacy. Listen to this. The joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat the homeland today, not ISIS, not Al Qaeda, white supremacists. I I don't I don't believe that. I just I refuse to believe that. I don't see it. Where where is it? You see footage of people. Well, actually, on the airlines, it's both. But this narrative that they want, reality doesn't match the narrative that they want. They want that to be the case. I don't see that to be the case. Now, the police are looking. I want to tell you the latest now in the investigation who vandalized the Veterans Monument in downtown Providence in LaSalle Square. Or as one of the television reporters said, LaSalle. LaSalle Square. This portion of the program, though, folks, is brought to you by J.P. 
Perry Paving. Listen, call them today, 732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Residential, commercial, seal coating patios, letter J. J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote, 732-1730, 732-1730, J. Perry Paving. And if you're a veteran, no one will offer you a better package than J. Perry Paving. Give them a call today. They're terrific. Uh, and whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, Maybe you're looking out in your driveway and you're like, you know what? It is a crack. It does need to be refreshed. J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. And then also um, give them a call today, 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Remember, I highly encourage you to get security cameras Outside your home and property, all state locked. There's a direct link at the website. You can call them at 349-0042, 349-0042 for all state lock. Folks, it's 1246. It's John DePietro on this um, Wednesday. Now, tomorrow, Governor McKee is going to have the final. I, I don't know if it's the final. He's going to have a COVID briefing. He's going to have a... COVID briefing and a big thing that um, that I don't understand is I think that right now the state, I think with this federal money that's coming in, and by the way, they're going to be fighting over this federal money that's, that's coming in, but I, I think they should try to figure out and eliminate and use this in some ways to make the state more competitive. And I want to be very clear. They're not going to do it. I know that. I'm saying what I think they should do. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes in the past, I know people have suggested, why don't we, just as an example, lower our sales tax? So we're we're more competitive as far as Massachusetts and Connecticut. Be, be a... Uh, uh, a um, I have a sales tax below that. So maybe you get people saying, you know, I think I will. I'll go and shop in Rhode Island or offer some incentive, some kind of like a game changer for an economy. The, pro- the problem is, I mean, I already know the answer. They're not going to do it. Uh, they will, unfortunately, blow through this money. And a big battle that's going to take place, by the way, though, a big battle that's going to take place has to do with the fact of um, they're fighting over who wants who wants the um, who's going to control that money? That's what the real battle is over. Is, is who's going to control it? Because Governor McKee wants to control it, and the General Assembly wants to control it, and this is going to be a battle that's going to play out uh, during the course of the fall. I also want to play. This is a Channel Twelve story about and and see, folks. Do you see a pattern here where the Veterans Monument? is desecrated and vandalized in downtown Providence. And then you have, and it shouldn't be any type of surprise, but this. Visitors at Oakland Cemetery in Cranston. Trash and dirt covering gravestones. 12 News reporter Kayla Fish here now with more on what's being done to try to fix this issue. Well, Patrick, city officials in Cranston tell us they'll be at Oakland Cemetery first thing this morning to clean up this trash and debris, which they described as very disrespectful. Our cameras capturing the site yesterday with large piles of trash and dirt sitting right on top of the grave sites. Now, this isn't the first time 12 News has reported on troubles at the cemetery on Broad Street. For years, viewers have reached out complaining about the state of the privately cemetery. Volunteers have adopted certain sections of the grounds, clearing out tree limbs, leaves, and other debris. Now, we're told in this case, public works crews are going to be at the cemetery this morning at 9 a.m. in order to remove all of the garbage and clean up the mess. 12 News has tried contacting the owner of the cemetery, but so far we've been unable to reach him. Live in studio. Where 
I mean, as disgraceful as that story is, and it is disgraceful. But it really fits in with, if you keep... Before was racist. And how rotten they were. And George Washington was a racist. And Lincoln, it all filters down. For instance, I'm not surprised. I think it ties in with the fact that on Memorial Day, someone chooses, I'm going to go defeat that's Providence that has the names of those Rhode Islanders and people from Providence who died in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, serving the country, making the ultimate sacrifice. And then you have, see the cemetery. Who care? Bunch of racists anyway. See, it's it's that type of attitude. The, the Black Lives Matter, the progressives, their agenda is to destroy the country from the inside in. I repeat, we are at war. Their agenda is to destroy the country from the inside. You know, it is true, obviously, Abe Lincoln was president. 1861, 1865, a lot of trouble back and forth leads to the civil. We are basically going through another civil war. We are, except it's not so much like the battlefields the way it was back then in the real civil war. But you can already see it, right? The states that want to preserve what we have, the states that want to preserve freedom. The states that want to respect the flag, the states, Florida, Texas, Georgia, that want to protect voting, that want to protect the American life as we know it. And then you have, and it's very unfortunate, folks, we're living in one of the states that is a progressive headquarters. They want to destroy it. They hate the country. And with them, everything is the ends justify the means. And let's be very clear about the voting. This whole thing about the voting, I applaud Texas and these other states. And how about the fact Biden is saying, well, I'm going to intervene. No, 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 you're not going to intervene. I'll tell you, folks, it's it's so clear right now that next year in the midterms, the Republicans need to. I mean, this is desperate. Have to retain and get back and take over the House, push out Pelosi, bring in Kevin McCarthy. And then on top of that, one seat away from taking the Senate. Five House seats or six right around there. And then the Senate. I was actually hoping we were going to lose. Um, I was hoping that Langevin, we were going to lose that seat. Because to me, Congressman Langevin, he does no good. He doesn't represent me. I would rather have a Republican from Florida or Texas or North Carolina or Georgia. I'd rather have them at least representing. I mean, I feel better represented by them in Congress than one of our locals. What has Langevin done? Nothing. That guy needs to be. He has been there too long. Cicilline, forget about it. He is completely Cicilline. He's not trying to improve the country. They're trying to systematically destroy it. And they're going after the voting. They want to make sure that a President Trump never happens again. That's the goal. It doesn't matter to them whether the elections are fair or not. It's all the ends justify the means. They have such hatred for you, for me, for Republicans, for President Trump. In their mind, if they have to cheat with mail ballots and mail ballot applications and bloated voter rolls, To them, in their mind, they can justify it by saying, well, the other side's evil. Now, folks, we had a lot of rain over the weekend. And right now it's 1254 on this Wednesday. You know, and I'm seeing it, by the way, with all that rain, you are seeing a lot of algae and moss and mildew. Call Jared, text Jared Bethel Softwash. Text him today. Free text estimate 401-617-2585. 617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. Folks, contact him today. It's biodegradable, plant safe. The before and after photos are tremendous. Look for him on Facebook. Bethel, B-E-T-H-L, Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. 
and the website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. This is the season. Get rid of that mildew and algae and moss and the stains that they're on roofs and fences or your deck or tennis court. Bethel certified. Look for them online, RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. And then you can text him for a free same-day estimate, 617-2585. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, we go until 2 o'clock. Uh, next hour is radio only. This portion of the program, folks, it was a year ago that I discovered the tremendous store, Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. I, in, I really implore you to visit Tanya. They're open seven days a week. They have tactical gear. They have body armor, ammo, pepper spray, food storage. Look for them on Facebook. They're in a mile from Garden City. It's Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, right near CLCF. And they have everything you need. Because unfortunately, you know, things, I, I still think it's going to be a summer of unrest. Uh, and especially, look at wherever you have the progressive leaders, whether it's Mayor de Blasio in New York, or you have Governor Newsom out in California, or you have the Mayor of Los Angeles, or Mayor Alorza. Or wherever you have these progressive type of leaders, you see crime. You see crime. I think it's very sad that a year later and Providence has not recovered from the riots. Providence has not recovered from the riot. And I'm not convinced. I don't know. It's a year later. It's worse. And all the protests, the Lord said, no, let them protest. Well, like I said last hour, maybe maybe people going out to eat don't want to have to worry about 100 people surrounding them and going up to their table and following them to the car. And the protesters who carry knives and a lot of them are criminals. And, and keep in mind, you know, the media hides their identities. We've talked about that. The local media, they depict all of them as they're just activists that want to change. No, they don't. They want to defund the police. They want to, they anti-military. You have, folks, if you go to the website, petro.com, there's one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. And if you wonder, who would desecrate the Veterans Memorial? Black Lives Matter, the leader, one of the leaders, claim the military are all white supremacists. Well, there's your answer. Part and parcel. All goes hand in hand. When they're saying defund the police, how do you think they feel about the military? When they say defund the police, how do you think they feel about the military? Uh, Even stronger, as a matter of fact, even stronger. By the way, speaking of uh, defending yourself and military, I want to remind you about our friends at Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop it and see John Francis, folks. You owe it to yourself. Look at what's happening. Progressives want to remove guns. They want to defund the police. They're willing to accept crime. They're willing to accept you being a victim of crime. That's how twisted they are. Stop it and see competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. My gun guy. Go see John Francis. Call him at 727-1716. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He has a great Facebook page. He's always updating it. It's competition shooting supplies. Stop it and see our leader. It's for firearms, ammunition. Maybe you're going to be a first-time buyer of a handgun or a rifle competition shooting supplies and he is so knowledgeable well folks good afternoon it's 1259 it's john dipetroni here's what's going to happen we're going to break for the one o'clock news we have another hour to go i'm going to give you the latest now they're expecting more trouble in the city i'll give you a gang update uh more on the riots of a year ago and then also updates on what's going on with president trump people are saying don't hold on to your hat he could be back before labor day We're going to talk about it next hour. Remember, next hour, radio only and also at the website, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, and also online at topetro.com. So we are going AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news and then the power hours next. Leave it right here. You're listening to The John DePetro Show.